Hello and welcome to Sounds of Smoke, a mystery adventure podcast. Thank you everyone for listening. Please remember that all characters, people, events, and situations are completely made up for your fictional pleasure. They do not represent any real-life people, events, or pets, and any likeness to a reality is purely coincidental. It's just a story. Episode 6, The Night We Met. There's a bright red, green, and yellow sign above me that says the Neon Parrot. This bar has been here for as long as I remember. On Wednesday night, they have ladies' night, and all the frozen drinks are $2, and they're all served in the pink plastic cups. This place has great memories. Maybe it's a sign that the things are about to get better. I've been pacing around the parrot for like the last 15 minutes, and I've arrived like six minutes late. What are you doing? Just go inside the bar and see what the guy looks like. I feel like I'm in high school again, afraid to be rejected, except in this case, it's by a complete stranger. It's nice out tonight. The sun is slowly setting. I gotta give it to him. He chose a nice place for the first date. So at least this handsome Dan Seven has decent taste. But what if he is a serial killer? Cause like, what's up lover doesn't allow to upload any photos. You have to find your true match by personality. Tell me that doesn't sound like an excuse for ugly people to date. That's rude, I'm on it, and Dave said that he tried it and we're both decent looking, so maybe I'm just being superficial. Picture doesn't always worth a thousand words, your past personality does. Such a corny slogan. All of a sudden, I get hit with a strong aroma of a super strong herbal kush bud, and then hear the words. I see you still smoking, Lola. That is a bad habit, and nicotine is a bad drug. I turn around and see Dave's dad, Mr. Jacob Jacobson, or JJ for short. Before I complete my turnaround, my cigarette gets smacked out of my hand by JJ. Mr. Jacobson, hi! He's wearing a tie-dye shirt with a gray ponytail, as always. He smiles and then grabs my hand and pulls me in for a hug. He used to do the same thing if he would catch me smoking in high school. Just smack the ciggy right out of my hand, but this time, as he hugged me and he whispered, Try this instead, much better for you. And he handed me a joint! I looked at him excitedly freaked out and tried to play innocent. Oh, no, Mr. JJ, I don't. He cuts me off immediately by saying that it was his basement that me and Dave would get stoned in. I smiled and took a couple of hits from his sweet bud. So it was that obvious when we smoked? He laughed out loud and proceeded to tell me how he remembers me and Dave would come up for snacks from the basement. As nonchalant and graceful as a blacked out frat boys. Apparently... We were adorable. Seriously, Dave's parents are the coolest. Why can't mine be that cool? Huh? What am I doing here? Uh, I have a blind online date and um, I'm not sure if I'm ready. JJ smiles and tells me to go in and see if I'm ready. It's the only way to know. He's right. Why are parents always right? 
I gave the joint back to him, promised to come for dinner and take a deep breath and go inside. Neon Parrot. Hmm. The name of this bar is the Neon Parrot, and this is not a gay bar. Hmm. Go figure. Only on Long Island. It got great reviews across the board. Okay, I can't believe I'm going on a date. Like a real person. I can't believe Nick let me go. I don't think I've seen him so enthusiastic about anything. He must think I'm such a loser. He's the one that recommended the dating app to me. I wonder how he knows about it. You would think that he crushes it with the ladies, with his whole tall, ripped, and brooding thing that he has going on. I guess online dating is everywhere now. Hey, yeah, um, what kind of beer do you have on tap? Cool. Cool. Um, I'll get the Psycho Frog. Frog is spelled with a PH. Hipsters, I fucking can't. Okay, cool. Yeah, this looks like a cool bar. I wonder if it's too fast. I mean, we only chatted for like a week. Well, I'm here now, so let's hope she'll show up or shows up and doesn't leave after seeing me. Uh, I do like that What's Up Lover doesn't allow any photos. It makes you chat in person or chat first, and then you can exchange photos if you want. We decided to meet in person first, so I suggested that we meet at this bar, by the bar, and bring a copy of this romance novel that we both like. I can't believe that I didn't scare her off with my whole love for romance novels thing. I don't know if I like the fact that she reads them. I can't believe that I am judging. The bartender brings me my beer and gives me a weird look after noticing the romance novel in my hand. As I'm about to defend my choices, or explain them, he walks away quickly. I think this is the first normal, real-world thing I've done in a while. Gotta say that dismembering bodies and breaking encryptions sometimes gets a little tiring. I think I feel nervous? Am I nervous? I didn't know that I could actually still feel nervous. Oh my god, what are we going to talk about? Hey, uh, ever cut up a body into pieces before? I know that plastic wrap works every time. Fuck. I walked into the bar and started to look around for the goddamn date. Okay, we are supposed to meet by the bar, and he'll be holding a romance novel. Am I crazy? I'm sure it's going to be some weird middle-aged person, possibly a cat woman that just wants to find friends. A normal guy that reads cheesy romance novels is not a thing. He's probably gay. I mean, he must be. Uh, something is going to be wrong. Mm, I'm afraid to look. I think I'm going to throw up. Uh, okay. Breathe. Breathing. <clears throat> In. Out. In. And out. Him? Okay, I feel faint now. Out. Okay, book. 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 Guy with a book. 
Oh, please be a guy with a book. It's been like half an hour. Am I being stood up? Well, it's been like 20 minutes. I hope she'll be normal and doesn't smell like cat pee and cheese. Let me take a look and see if I can spot her. We did say at the bar, right? I checked my phone to make sure that I have the right time and place. Yep. 8.30 p.m. Neon Parrot. By the bar. Bring a book. I turn around and start looking for a girl in a red dress with a book. It got so crowded at the bar. Popular place. Right. I see people by the bar. There's a guy with his boyfriend. So, probably not. Nope. Hmm. Oh, please don't let it be that old guy sitting by the corner. Oh my god, he's smiling at me. Fuck. I should run. Just run. Wait. Let's see if he has a book. I don't see a book. Maybe he'll just a very happy, jolly old dude. It's so crowded. I don't know. I can't see very well. Let me try to squeeze by. I see two girls looking in my direction and giggling. Don't think that either of them is her. Loco Lola 11. I never asked about the 11. Oh, that's not an age. Uh, not funny. Uh, man, those two dudes are really going at it. Maybe this is a gay bar. Wait, I think I see her. Red dress, carrying the book. Yes, yes, that has got to be her. How many women would carry a romance novel in a bar? She looks alright, like normal alright. I don't think she can see me, it's too crowded. I'll go get her. Seriously, what is happening? Why are there so many people? Is there like a party or something? Oh, wait, yeah. It's 4th of July weekend, duh. The whole week is one giant party. All of a sudden, I feel a hand grabbing my arm. What the fuck? Who is... I turn around and see a guy smiling and saying something. He looks okay. Hey, are you Lola? Yeah, Dan. I mean, Vic. <laughs> yeah, hey. Hey. He lifts his book up to show that it's him. I, I show him mine. It's... Pretty crowded by the bar. Do you want to go get a table in the main room? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I mean, that sounds good. Cool. Cool. We both smile and I lead the way to the hostess and motion that we need a table for two. The hostess nods and leads us to the table right away. The main room is only half packed. It's, it's perfect. She seems nice. She seems okay. As we are seated, I order a strawberry margarita and Victor gets a beer. And now we have to talk. He seems familiar. You, you see? see? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. Sorry. <laughs> what were you going to say? Um, no, I, it's just, I, I don't, I don't know why, but you look familiar. Yeah, I have the same feeling. Maybe it's because we've been talking for a while? Yeah, I guess that's it. It's weird how that is. I notice that I'm still smiling. Why am I still smiling? Stop smiling. He'll think you're deranged. Stop smiling like an idiot. She has a nice smile. 
The waiter arrives with the drinks, and I make a rush decision to put in an order for some nachos. I look at no, I look at Lola. She nods. Yeah, I'll definitely be down for some nachos. Thank God he ordered food. I'm starving. Even if this thing is gonna go south, at least I'll get nachos. Looks like we both like Mexican food. Nice. I raise my glass to make a toast. Here's to don't say dead bodies. That joke never works. Um. To romance novels. To romance novels. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's really nice to finally meet you in person. I gotta say that I was worried that you'd be someone else or a no-show. You know, you never know with these things. <laughs> True, yeah. Online dating is weird. I know that it's the thing now that's how we're all supposed to meet but it still feels so artificial it's nice to meet you in person i had similar thoughts of you being an emotionally unstable middle-aged lady (laughs) (laughs) yeah well sorry to disappoint oh how will i cope i was looking forward to some endless cat pictures me too actually (laughs) i smile it's funny this could be good so, um, your name is Victor, not Dan. Yeah, yeah no. Um, I wasn't sure about the whole dating app thing, so decided to make up a name. My friend actually helped me make this profile. So you chose the name Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of realized later that I should have come up with a fun nickname. Major fail on my part. I'm not really great with people. I... I spend a lot of time by myself or with my partner. Oh, God, please don't be a cop or gay. I don't know if I want to date a cop. Way too intense. Partner? Are you like a police officer? Oh, no, uh, sort of. I I do urban security. Urban security? What is that? I, I don't think I know what that is. We provide security services for companies that are looking to secure themselves, either from fraud, break-ins, or sometimes even personal safety. For instance, let's say you run a hedge fund and you're worried about a competitor stealing your trading plan. You hire us and we scan the entire system as well as vet all the personnel. So, like, corporate espionage type stuff, right? Exactly. I'm impressed. Do you know about corporate espionage? Shit, please do not know anything about corporate espionage. Otherwise, I will have to kill her or disappear. Oh, no, no, not not really. I just sort of know from, like, movies and fiction novels and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, that's the usual response I get. I feel like I can sense someone watching us, but I can't really be sure if it's real or it's just me. I can't exactly just start looking around like a weirdo, but something is definitely off. All of a sudden, my ex-co-worker from the city comes up to the table, like out of the blue. What? How? Huh? The same co-worker that would not leave whenever he would run into me outside of work. Hey, Francis. Uh, how, how are you? Wow. That is so weird. What are you doing here? God damn it. He always had the worst timing. What the fuck? He's saying that he's so happy to see me and that he's here for the 4th of July and that he's renting a house 
with his friends in the area and it's been so long and blah 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 please leave this is so awkward my alarms go off on full blast this guy does not work in it he's definitely extraction team i scan him and i can spot a gun phaser three blades if you think what i do is sick these dudes are pure evil why is he here talking to her she seems legit is he after me or her my mind starts looking for ways out back door front door window if we fight there will definitely be casualties fuck i can't stand francis he was in the it department but he always gave me the creeps i can see that victor is getting awkward francis needs to fuck the fuck off i cut francis off mid-sentence something about a sheep He's such a weirdo. Hey, well, it was great to see you again, but I, I, I'm sort of on a date. But let's catch up next time. He apologizes and finally leaves. I watch him walk away until he disappears in the crowd. I don't think he's here for me. I need to figure this out. Oh my god, I, I, I'm so sorry. That was so awkward. Francis always had such horrible timing, and to be honest... I hate the guy. Between you and me, he always gave me the creeps. No problem at all. We all have work baggage. Ain't that the truth? What do you do? I, well, I'm currently unemployed, but I used to work for Tornado. They are like this really big real estate company that own half the world, and I did property inspection. It's kind of like making sure the property fits all the requirements, like codes, deeds, and stuff like that. Fuck me. We work for the same company, except she doesn't know that, because Tornado is the public face of the company that I work for. Somehow I feel like this date is not a coincidence. It's serendipity, or a setup. We need to get out of here. But I was let go, or, or fired, or I don't really know. But you know what? I think maybe change is good. Anyways, enough about work, or lack of. What do you like to do for fun? Nice. This is my chance to get us out of here. Dance, obviously. <laughs> Dance? Really? Can't you tell by my dancer's grace? Obviously, yeah. He's funny. I kind of like this flirty side of him. I saw there's a bar down the street that has a pretty happening dance scene. Oh, no, not that teenage slut heaven place. I'm sure I can think of something more fun. I mean, I am local. What are the cool local things I know? Oh, I have a better idea. There's this dance rave thing that happens every fourth. It's in a cornfield. There's this abandoned barn that gets pretty crazy, locals-only sort of thing. It kicks off at sundown, and it's pretty fun. A rave. In a cornfield at night in July? There's no place else I'd rather be. (laughs) Okay. Cool. Cool. The waiter brings us nachos, and I ask for a check. I hope the nachos aren't poisoned. Don't think they are. The extraction team was clearly just doing recon. The thing is, if there's an extraction team, then there's definitely an executioner that is around. That's the protocol. First, an executioner gets sent out to erase the target, and if he or she fails, then the extraction team gets sent out to assess the situation. 
Damn, these nachos are good. Did I just ask a complete stranger to go to a cornfield rave with me? Fuck, I'm gonna need to call Dave to figure out where it is. I forgot how much I love these nachos. Forgot. Okay, fine, I come here all the time. I'm gonna go to the bathroom and make a call. I gotta say, I'm freaking out a little here. Excuse me, I'm just uh, gonna go to the ladies. <laughs> sure. I'll be here. Nothing I can do but hope the first real date that I've been on is not going to be killed by the extraction team in the bathroom. I mean, it's not like I can follow her to the bathroom because then if the extraction team won't kill her, me following her to the bathroom might. Cool, um, be right back. As I walk to the bathroom, I hope that Francis won't pop out again. That is so weird that he just showed up like this. Freak. I get to the bathroom and dial Dave. Hey, yeah, the date is going okay, I, I, I think. I sort of invited him to the fourth rave. You said that's still happening, right? You're hosting it? Oh man, crazy. Yeah, I don't know why I did. It just sort of slipped out. I heard the words coming out of my mouth and I was like, what? Stop! Is it weird that I invited my date to this? Dave is laughing. But he thinks it's totally cool and that way I have a way out if I'm not into him. I tell him that I ran into Dave's dad and apparently I am required to come to dinner tomorrow. He's laughing even more now and saying that he's glad that he gets to have some Lola time. Which is true. Friends are good. I finish the rest of the nachos and continue to scan the room to see if I can clock anything out of the ordinary. So far it all looks normal. Oh, I got cheese and salsa on my shirt. When did that happen? I see Lola coming back from the bathroom and I make my move. We're all good here, ready to rave? I think so. Just follow my car, I'm parked outside. Sounds good. This should be interesting. This is probably a mistake. Thank you for listening. Sounds of Smoke is written by Anna Abrams and performed by Anna Abrams and Dan Medvedek.